Hello and welcome to our first college football podcast on Houndwave Sports. I'm Taylor West, joined by Teddy Conover, Owen Holmgren, and Charlie Pope. Owen's coming in right now. So college football has been something different this year. They've played, surprisingly, um, been able to play a lot more than we had all anticipated. And, you know, that's led to a lot of good play from a lot of teams. A lot of, you know, teams that we wouldn't have thought would have played well this year. That was not English, but... We got Alabama at top, clearly, and we got, you know, the Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of a consensus top four we have right now. And I wanted to, Ted, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, we really, we know the one and two. It's Alabama and Notre Dame. All right. We got, but then we got the Clemson, Ohio State situation at three, four, which should be ahead of the other. Um, well, I mean, like you say, we know that means right now, because right now. Uh, yeah, like as, as the playoff rolls around, the ACC championship game could have a, a very, you know, very serious implications on that. I mean, I'm pretty sure Notre Dame's going to make the playoff regardless unless they get absolutely stopped by Clemson, um, which I don't, I don't think it'll happen. Notre Dame this year is pretty good. They're, they're much more physical than they were in prior years. But to your question between um, Clemson and Ohio State, I don't know. I mean, Clemson is 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 great, and T- Trevor Lawrence is always uh, you know always great. But um, I think Ohio State has a bit, a few more you know pieces around them uh, around Justin Fields to you know make their cases as one of the top four teams. Um, uh, so I would probably have Clemson at four um, and Ohio State at three. But then again, they haven't played that many games, um, and their one game against a, a great team in Indiana, they really struggled. So. Um, it's, it's a toss up, but for me, I'd probably have Ohio state at three and, and Clemson at four. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think it's, it's tough to say that you can have Ohio state below, um, Clemson at this point, especially like Clemson was very like weird in the first half versus Vatek. They got their act together though. T law and their defense really stepped it up. I think they ended up winning by like 35. Um, and I, I just think that. Yeah, and I think after that, it gets really weird, in my opinion. Yeah, because you got the SEC teams, right? Because you got your Texas A&M's and Florida's. And their abil- their chance to get in is, well, Texas A&M's got a long shot because um, they're not going to be in the SEC championship game. But Florida, if they beat Bama, they'll be in it, right? And that's where that – if that happens, I don't think it will because Bama's just looked unbeatable all season. Well, well Florida's going to have to beat Bama twice. Twice. They play them – Twice they would, they would play them in the SEC championship game. No, that, that's oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, what I'm saying is, is that's where the whole, yeah. it goes bonkers if that would happen. Because if it's a really close game, I, I don't think you leave Alabama out just because they've been so dominant this year, right? And can you leave Florida out because they're the winners of the best division in the best conference in football in, in NCAA football? So I don't know how you leave them out. So then it comes down to if. Clemson beats um, Notre Dame, like what happens there? And then you got Ohio State. So if they went off, that would be a crazy scenario. So, that- yeah, yeah. That, that scenario is is really weird. And I, in, in my personal opinion, Texas A&M has no right to be in the playoff. They already got killed by Bama. They shouldn't be given another chance to play at the four spot. And no scenario should they be in. If Cincinnati wins out, Notre Dame somehow beats Clemson in the ACC championship game. I throw Cincinnati in there. Um, That's where I disagree because if Notre Dame beats Clemson, right, yeah. and Texas A&M and Alabama stomps Florida and Texas A&M is sitting there, um, 
pretty much dominating every team they played except for Alabama. Alabama. And they would play them again. Like if they right. would but you Here's the thing. If it comes down to that situation where Clemson just has lost to Notre Dame twice and they just, they, they can't beat them. They haven't beaten them. And you have Texas A&M sitting there. They've done everything correctly except for lose to the best team in the country by far. Then I don't think, I don't think there's a, why you would leave them out there. So Owen, um, I'll jump in here real quick. So as, as our, you know, in the regular podcast, you're the Patriots sort of guy here. You're the Notre Dame guy. Yeah. Um, how good do you think this team can really be? Are we looking at another 2018 Notre Dame to just get stomped in the playoff game or well, I think, can make noise? I think this is by a large margin, the best Notre Dame team I've seen in the past five, five, six years. Um, Ian Book been in. I had my doubts. So, so a few years ago when Ian Book started playing, I kind of liked him. I thought he had some potential, and then I started to have my doubts because he was more of a more of a game manager last year, just throwing for 230 yards and handing the ball off. But this year, he his last win against Syracuse made him the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, uh, which kind of surprised me. Um, and he has been playing out of his mind, and his draft stock is climbing pretty rapidly. Uh, and then Kyron Williams, who's been one of the best running backs in the country, rushes for. 150 yards a game. I think he had close to 200 against Clemson. So I think this is the best Notre Dame team that I can really remember. Um, and of course, their, their defense is incredible, as always. Uh, and I think uh, I didn't really get to talk about the playoffs, but I think I feel like the four teams are almost I think Ohio State, uh, Bama and Notre Dame are pretty much set to be in there. It really just comes down to the ACC championship because if Notre Dame loses, how far does, does Clemson move up to two? And does Notre Dame – I think Notre Dame would drop to four if they lose. Unless Notre Dame gets crushed in the ACC. That, that's the thing because even if they – even if they, like, lose, if they get killed, then they're going to have a hard time. Like, it's going to make the decision a lot harder if they get Because the first time they didn't have the number one pick, right? So it's, right. it's like if we don't – if we take into account the game that everybody was healthy and everybody was playing and they got smacked, like, it's hard – it's hard – I would imagine it would be hard to put uh, – Yeah, I don't think they're going to get crushed. Um, I don't think they will either. That's why I'm – I think – but, yeah, in the event that Clemson wins that game, I think it really just – where does, does Clemson go to two or three and where does Ohio State go? It's really just the two and three is a toss-up at that point. Yeah. yeah um, Pope, so going off of this uh, sort of SEC trend, um, I wouldn't write off Florida to, to beat Alabama in the – I know you didn't say that, to beat them in the SEC championship because I think – Kyle Trask is so impressive. I, I've been watching him all year. You know, I'm always on the the, the weird out of nowhere, uh, not necessarily out of nowhere, but sort of fun SEC quarterback last year. It was Burrow. I have his jersey back there. Um, he promptly tore his ACL like all my jerseys do. But, um, but uh, this year it's Kyle Trask, who's literally on pace if he played the same number of games to have a Joe Burrow-esque season. And they lost to Texas A&M in their third game on a last-second field goal. Um, 38-41. So I think this Florida team is really good. Kyle Pitts, the tight end, is is exceptional. And Trask, talk about building your draft stock. He and Mac Jones have um, have have literally gone from you know maybe I, I don't know if undrafted, but like sixth rounders to. Yeah, no, they've, they've had a similar rise to what Burrow did. I mean, obviously they're not going to neither of them are going to be the first pick, right? They'll they'll probably go in the mid to late first round maybe they'll stretch it depends on how they finish out their careers yeah but he's been amazing and it's it's going to come down to either him or um or mac or mac jones for the heisman and yeah. it's kind of crazy because no one would have thought that coming into the season uh he's been great and the, the problem is is that 
Alabama, they start off the season and their offense was clicking immediately and their defense was a disaster. Like they played Ole Miss and they let up like 45 points, right? And the, and the offense scored like 65. Um, in the last couple weeks, the Bama defense has looked like one of the better ones in the country. And they've been holding these legit SEC offenses to minimal points. I mean, not that LSU is this great team, but what they scored, I think they scored like 15 points on them or something like that. Um, so, you know, to do that to the defending champs, regardless of how many people are on the team, it's, it's still an impressive feat. And Florida's defense is very, um, very limited compared to Bama. So that's where I kind of worry that um, is Florida ever going to be able to stop um, the Bama, the Bama offense. Cause I, I haven't seen a team really stop them yet. I mean, you have yeah. Najee Harris, um, Devontae Smith. Maybe, maybe the best quarterback in the country, maybe the best running back in the country, and definitely the best wide receiver in the country. I mean, well, Jamar Chase, if he played, would ha- would, would give Devontae Smith a run. And, and at that time, Waddle could be back. And if and Waddle is maybe the fastest player in college football. So, I mean, to, when they were together, it, and now that they're clicking more and more, it's just it's going to be impossible to stop nearly. Yeah, and I think – looking at the rest of the rankings, I, I, I always find it fun when you have new teams in the playoff and, you know, it's just looking, it's just shaping up to be another one of those years where we get, you know, the Alabama, the Alabama title with the Clemson contending, they may win the Ohio state in there and the Notre Dame to get crushed. Um, but I don't think that'll necessarily be true this year. Um, and looking at the rest of the rankings, I mean, there are some pretty good teams like in Indiana and a Iowa state sitting there on the, at the like oh eight. Taylor, did I just see you avoid Cincinnati? Did you do that intentionally? No, no, I, I had already I had already talked about Cincinnati. Um, I, I thought, I mean, I, I think they I think they're a good team, but I don't think that they have a right to the Groove of Five title or as of now because they've actually played nobody on their schedule. Um, and we'll get to Coastal Carolina in a second. But Iowa State, they're they're playing good ball. Um, I know they're running back. Uh, I'm forgetting his name. Pretty good. Yeah, I think he's leading the country in rushing. Yeah, he, he has had 10 straight games with rushing touchdowns. And Indiana has probably, I, I want to say, the best defense in the country. Um, they had one bad game, and, of course, that's against Ohio State. Yeah, it's it sucks for Indiana because, I mean, they, they don't have a chance at the, um, at the college football playoff, really. And they've been amazing. It's like you lose to um, Ohio State by, like, four and – now you're just screwed because you can't make it to the um, Big Ten championship. And if you're not going to be able to play Ohio State again, then like there's there's no way because we're not going to put two Big Ten teams in when there's uh, three legit SEC teams and there's two legit ACC teams. And Taylor, in the AP polls, I know you said you were going to get to them. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, the Chants got up to number 11 after their win over undefeated BYU. They were 10-point underdogs. Oh, Ted. Ted, the ADs, I know you and me, you and I were talking about this. They, it's genius what they did. I mean, they both had games that were going to get suspended because of COVID. So they're just like, okay, we both need a great win right now. So the BYU and Coastal ADs call up each other. Let's schedule a game. Mormons versus Mullets. That game should be played every year. That game was more entertaining than any college football game I've watched this year. It's, it is a, no, I, I'm, I'm serious. Um, it was entertaining. It came down to similar to the Titans Rams Super Bowl when it's just one yard line. Yeah. And it, it was great. I love coastal. I love what they're doing. I wish they had a chance at like a Cincinnati, um, but they do get to play 
a team in Louisiana who's ranked 17 in, in the AP poll now. Yeah, Louisiana coming off a great win at App State. The uh, the Sun Belt Championship's gonna gonna be an excellent game. Uh, now, now, Ted, here's here's a hot take. Sun Belt better than the Pac-12. I'm just saying that out here, right? Uh, USC is pretty what? good. Slovis, exactly. Slovis yesterday threw four touchdowns in the first quarter. Um, I don't know. I mean, Oregon's weird uh, and not good. Um, well, well, here's so. the thing. There, there are four, three Sun Belt teams ranked right now. And if I'm counting this correctly, there are two. There are only two Pac-12 teams. There's three. There's three? Yeah. Oh. Am I missing one? USC, Oregon, and Washington. Oregon, Oregon is not ranked. ranked. And Washington. No, they're not. not ranked. Sorry, they fought. You're right. It's, it's Colorado. Colorado is ranked. Also, yeah. Taylor, who are the other Sun Belt teams other than Louisiana and uh, Liberty? Liberty is an independent. Ooh, are they? I didn't yeah. know that. Um, so I, I guess I guess there are two. But still, you know, Sun Belt, throwing it out there. Good yeah. conference. I mean, um, Coastal Carolina, it's a great story, obviously. But I was just talking this, talking with Owen and Taylor right before this. If they get like, say you want them in the four seed, right? And then they go up and they play Alabama. Like, that's not. That's like, that's. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, better than Notre Dame. I said, what I said is that they would they could win by hundred if they just pounded them the entire game. Maybe that was a little bit of exaggeration. Yeah. I don't but like I think if they can put up 60 on LSU and, and 60 on all these other um, SEC teams, I think they could maybe – if they went like 100% pushing the ball down the field the entire game, all four quarters, I think there would be a chance of putting up 100 points. Well, okay, look, there are teams, in, even recently in college football history, that have had – that have group of five that have a legitimate claim to um, have been in the playoff. I think, I think 2017 UCF – you know, could, 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 could scream about being in the playoff. I think like 2000, Auburn, 2006, 2006 Boise state had a legitimate claim. They beat number three, Oklahoma um, in the Fiesta bowl. That's going back a long time. That was I know, a great but, game. Um, yeah. It's the statue of Liberty game, but, um, and, and, and other ones, but so this is not one of them. That went undefeated and wasn't put in the uh, FBS championship game. It was somewhere around 2010. Um, and I don't know if they were in the big 12 at that point yet. Who, who did you say? Sorry, TCU. Oh yeah, yep. And, they were and, very good that year. They were, yeah. That was when they had um that quarterback. What's his name? You were uh, thinking of 2014 with Trevon Boykin Pope. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they they won by 52 the weekend before the rankings came out and moved down three spots. Um, and so as of now in college football, we are seeing this like this trend where in the Big Ten East, which I used to make a claim as the best division in football. Um, there are th- it used to be the Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. What's going on with those guys? I mean, you got Indiana kind of filling up as a placeholder right now, but is Harbaugh going to get fired? I think he should be, and I'd pick him up if I were any NFL team. Yeah, apparently Harbaugh wants to make his return to the NFL. I, I mean, I, I would be the first one in line to take him. He's had great hey, success. Ravens fan. I would love that. Let's just switch Harbaugh. <laughs> You're willing to switch Harbaugh's considering how much you hate John? You think Jim's going to do better? Yeah, Jim and John are, are are literally opposites, like complete opposites. We won in Super Bowl 46, seven. Okay, we had a better roster, and we had Flacco. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know that we did really. Have a I don't know roster. if we had a better roster. I mean, this, the San Francisco 49ers defense with Navarro Bowman, they were great. Patrick Willis, the, the Ravens and the 49ers were like uh, the dynasty is way too far, but like hidden inside of like the Patriots domination. 
they were like always in the AFC and NIC championships and they were just always right there. Yeah. I mean, that Ravens team, like when you have Flacco going 120 passer rating every game, it's tough to beat him. Um, but anyway, let's get back to college. And, uh, and Taylor, I wanted your, your take on this other than Lawrence and fields. Um, who would you take as your first quarterback in the draft? So, so the Heisman candidacy and all the quarterbacks, it's, it's such a, it's such a stacked field of quarterbacks. I mean, I feel like we say that a lot of years, but this year there are just so many, the class is so deep and like we could see really good quarterbacks go into the third round. And, you know, we saw a guy like Zach Wilson really struggle against uh, coastal the other night that kind of re- ended his Heisman candidacy. But I, I really like um, a guy like um, Mac Jones or Kyle Trask in the NFL because um, one, they, they are, they can move. Um, I see them kind of as a, I, I see them kind of as an Aaron Rodgers type. No, Mac Jones, uh, m- maybe Kyle Trask and Mac Jones cannot move. Sorry. He can. Okay. Well then maybe the Tom Brady type or, you know, I, I'll make a, I'll make a Joe Montana comparison that I know will be uh, clowned later. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really that Trask Jones combo. I'm not sure if they're going to be enough to. Yeah. So I, I've seen, I think you're right about this deep field. We had three in the first round last year. There should be five. Oh, four, four with, with uh, Jordan Love. Um, I, I mean, I've seen seven at, at some places. Really? Who else? Yeah. So uh, Herbert, um, sorry, not Herbert. Fields, Lawrence, Trey Lance from North Dakota. Yeah, oh, Trey Lance. There, there probably will be six, actually. Yeah. There probably will be Zach, six. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. And then I saw um, Mel Kuyper put in his first round uh, JT Daniels from Georgia, who I don't like. So uh, Mel, Mel Kuyper, I don't like. Okay. <laughs> I think he. I think he's like he's so full of himself. He went to Coward Hall, man. How could you not like that? He went to Coward Hall. Yeah, that just makes me hate him a lot. More. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing I wanted to add to the quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, it's stacked, and I think we're gonna see like something that you don't really see anymore is this quarterbacks going in like the late teens area because usually people are trading up for quarterbacks because it's such a valuable position. As I wanted to ask Owen this, he's talked a lot about. Um, <laughs> he's talked a lot about liking Zach Wilson and FR Patriots after Wait. seeing um, that game, or does, does that worry you at all that, you know, he's playing against a, a team in coastal Carolina who is good, but they don't really have much NFL talent on that team. And um, are you, or does that worry you that he struggled against them? I mean, not really. It was a weird, like they BYU had their game canceled that week. And then for a day they were like, all right, we're not playing this weekend. And they're like, no, you're playing coastal Carolina in two days. Now go get ready to play. Um, which definitely messes with with a lot of things. I'm not too worried. I mean, he's just been on another level this year, like the other guys that you've mentioned. Um, I'm also a big Trey Lance fan. I know I was talking to Joe about Trey Lance the other day. Only problem is he hasn't played football in a year, um, which could be a cause of concern. He really didn't play much football the year before. He started like eight games, I think. True, true. But, you know. The NFL likes North Dakota State quarterbacks. What can I say? Um, Well, well, not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not too worried about Zach Wilson. I think there's, I think there's enough good quarterbacks in this. Like, like the Patriots could get maybe Ian Book like in a late third round pick if they want to, and he'd be a solid. I, I agree, but would you, if you had to pick of the four kind of like mid rangey QBs in the first round for, for the Patriots, which one would you want? The four being Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Trask. Oh man! Oh man! That's a, that's a lot of like. Because we're talking about so Lawrence and, and Fields are one and two, but they're not being as productive as the other as the other like as the three that I three of the four that I just mentioned. True. 
I don't know. I like, I like taking a shot on Trey Lance. He's special, man. I mean, he was, he was, what did he say? He started eight games. Something like that. It wasn't too many. Was ridiculously absurd, uh, but that's kind of risky. You're right. But so was Tua. Um, but Tua had a little, was a little better than Trey Lance. Yeah, he had, he had, he had 12, he started 12 games and had um, 25, 25 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and also 870 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. I mean, if you want to continue the Cam Newton legacy of, uh, well, except this guy passes for more touchdowns than rushes for touchdowns. So the Patriots don't like that. Um, Almost no. this Jordan Love-esque player. That, that's kind of what he comps to. Um who who we comp to Patrick Mahomes, so maybe he'll be Patrick. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I like what Taylor said earlier about uh, Mac Jones. Like, I think I would think he, I would personally take him. I think he's more of a Patriots style quarterback, Mac. Definitely, because I mean, say what you want about how much talent's around him, he's playing perfect football right now. And for a guy who you know he was a three star quarterback, and he had offer from he he really committed to Kentucky, and um. <laughs> then he decommitted and went to Bama and everybody was like, why would you do that? They have hurts. They have two Heismans basically. And they have, and they have Talia. Yeah. And they have Talia too. And he's, they're like, what are you doing? And he goes and he's, you know, he's a guy who's like, there's a picture of him and he was very large earlier um, in his in college, <laughs> he lost some weight and he's probably going to win the Heisman this year. So like, that's an, that's also an awesome story yeah. similar to like the Burrow kind of thing. And looking ahead to this week's games, um, I know we we enjoy making our picks on on our podcasts, um, but there's really like there's nothing that shouts like oh this could really affect it other than like Cincinnati Tulsa, which Ted I know you're gonna hate me for this, but I think Tulsa is gonna win this one. Tulsa looks good right now. They I think they just um, they came come off with a shutout. They're a good team. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Tulsa. I think Cincinnati is one of those overrated. Um, on those overrated FPS. <laughs> is Coastal Carolina overrated? No, Ted. Who is who? Who? They went into number fifteen SMU and beat them by like thirty. Okay, and, and how how good is SMU now? They're not ranked. So. What, what, what about San Jose State guys? Undefeated? Any anything about them? Where are they, are they in the rankings anywhere, Chope? No, they're not ranked. All right, so they're no. five and zero, yeah. and they're and they're dominating the competition. Uh, who's the competition? Uh, they're in the Mountain West. Roman State football team. Boise State. It's there. They're undefeated. I would love to see a San Jose State Boise State game. Now I don't know what's happening if it even is happening, but I'd love to see it. Ted, I want to hear your thoughts on Cincinnati. So look, they have been awesome to watch this year. They um, they really like covering the spread without getting too much into that. And Ritter is so good. Like he, he's not getting enough credit. I know he's a running quarterback and we don't like those guys, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And um, so, I mean, we love Trey Lance. Why don't we love Ritter? And also they play such good defense. I think they're very highly ranked in terms of points, points against other than their game last week against UCF. They, they don't give up more than 15 points in a game. Um, and Cincinnati's been a, a good, you know, power or, or group of five team for the past few years. Um, they're, they're, they get a good amount of wins every year. So, uh, you know, seven, are they, are they going to beat Georgia who's ranked below them? I, I would have a tough time saying that, but um, I think they're clearly the best group of five team this year. And I'd like to see them in a new Year's six bowl. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, I, I do like them a lot, but 
I would love to see them play Coastal Carolina. I would really like to see that before the bowl. Cause that, I mean, th- even if like one of them win, like that, it's probably, it's not going to put them in the college football playoff, but it's definitely going to put them in a better bowl game and it's going to kind of give them the respect that they might deserve. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how they can, how they'd be able to pull that off again. You know, you're, I think the next Saturday, maybe Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or the day after Christmas, something around Christmas. And that would be tough to pull off probably. But, I mean, I I think, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see one of those F, FBS group of five teams come in this year. I mean, I'd love to see a playoff expansion. I was kind of down on it um, earlier in the year, I guess. But now, like, I, I want to see one of those group of five teams, seeing how they can do against, are, you know, a is your team. playoff expansion, is it eight or is it 16? It's eight. No, definitely not 16. 16. I, I always thought 16 was kind of interesting. You are getting some bad teams at 16. You're getting, like, the eight and four. You're not getting the eight and 16. four. 16 right now is Wisconsin, who just lost to Michael Penix-less Indiana. I mean, like – Indiana's defense literally doesn't let people score. Though. Okay, but them against Bama, like that—that's a miss. I'm not saying it's—it's it's a good thing. I just think it would be interesting <laughs> to see representation from everywhere. Yeah, uh, I think at eight instead of just like SEC, SEC, Clemson, Ohio State, like that's literally what it's been. I, I think at eight you're getting representation from everywhere because then you're bringing in some, you know, weird SEC team. You're bringing in some. Uh, you're bringing in maybe a group of five team, maybe one. And then and probably every Power Five conference is represented. Uh, I don't think the the Pac-12 is bad, man. Like I am. So well, I'm just saying, like most years, that would happen. Yes, yes. I mean, I think the one. I, I think Oregon made it once, and Washington made it once. Oregon ended like fifth in the country last year, so they would have been in it last yeah. year. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm just not a big Big Twelve or Pac-12 fan. I, I think, uh, you know, there's been a lot of teams that probably should have made it that you know I would have really liked to see in the playoff, like an Alabama. No, Alabama lost three games last year. I don't know. But I, I'd like to see more depth. More, It would make it more interesting because it's the same teams every year at this point. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, last last thought, Heisman picks for everyone. Um, I'm hoping to uh, – I'm, ho- I'm hoping to make um, – I'm hoping to do these every week, hopefully. Um, but I'm going to go quickly – with a Trevor Lawrence Heisman, I think he's going to rebound. I think he's going to put on a show. He's going to put on a show against Notre Dame in the, in the ACC championship. Well, he better put up 700 yards and 20 touchdowns in I, one I don't game. think it's even possible. It's it literally I, I, oh, your, point about, your point about the top two picks being very unproductive is an interesting one. I had well, it's, I don't know if it's unproductive. We've kind of had – they've played less games. and But they're less hard. productive per game. Yeah. Correct, correct. You have but the thing is is these two quarterbacks are maybe the best two prospects we've seen in in what? Like I don't know, Andrew Luck, maybe like I mean I'm if when you think back to the previous number one picks of quarterbacks, it's like Baker was kinda like not that polished. Um Kyler was a risk, and then um Jared Goff and Wentz were very questionable. they've you know turned out okay, but no they um, haven't. Uh (laughs) no golf. Goff is actually like he's he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, but Wentz Wentz is not. Like the fact the the whole argument with like Dak and Wentz and then it's kind of that's just over. It should have always been Goff and Dak. 
to be honest with you. That, that's a real argument. But yeah, anyway, Taylor, I'm definitely going to disagree with your uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, okay, uh, okay. Uh, okay, well, Pope's going to want Mac Jones, so I'm going to take my boy Kyle Trask. It's going to it's gonna have to take an impressive showing against Alabama for him to win the Heisman, I'd say. It would take a win, I think. I don't know. Because Alabama's so good. Like, uh, are we are we really going to call a 40 – a 49 to 42 loss, uh, like a, a not heartstruck performance from Kyle Trask. Oh, I mean, Trask has better stats than Mac Jones in every category. So well, that helps. Uh, he's not nearly as efficient. Um, and, but here's the thing, like if it's 49, 42 and, and Trask throws six touchdowns and 500 yards, Mac Jones is going to have five touchdowns and 300 yards on 15 throws. So it, it's like, I don't know. It's hard. It's going to be really hard for him to win if they don't win the game yeah all right well i think that about wraps it oh owen i'm so sorry. hold on i gotta go um i don't want to say jared patterson but that's not that's not that's not gonna happen sorry about that uh i want to uh give me trick kyle trask i agree with teddy i mean the guy's playing out of his mind all right well i think that about wraps it up thank you guys for listening um hopefully we'll be back next week to um listen to our I think it'll be playoff picks. Um, maybe, maybe like on Army. No, there may be another week. I don't know at this point. I don't know. College football is weird right now. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week.